We've got some double video action this week, thanks to Virginia. Stuff down there is happening fast, and I am doing my best to keep you guys up to date in between a full-time work schedule because this is incredibly important. All eyes are on Virginia for one reason or another, and shit's getting real. So real, in fact, that some legislators are starting to worry about the boogaloo. I'm ready to party! First, this video today is brought to you by USCCA, and it's a good day to mention them with everything going on. For those not familiar, the United States Concealed Carry Association provides legal and financial protection for gun owners who find themselves in a self-defense situation. Once you've saved yourself and your family from the short-term threat, their goal is to save you from the long-term threat. They offer 24-7 support and have a whole network of attorneys to choose from. To get hooked up with the USCCA, you can text DAHL to 87222 or visit the link in the description. If you didn't see my previous video on Virginia, make sure to check it out as it gives a full breakdown of the upcoming laws and what everyone's so on edge about. Short version is thanks to the millions of dollars dumped into Virginia by Michael Bloomberg, Democrats took over the state house and senate under already Democrat governor Ralph Northam, a governor who supports red flag laws, assault weapons bans, and is a card-carrying member of the One Gun a Month Club. Even though the 2020 session doesn't open until early January, legislators have been busy pre-filing gun control bills, including changes to a bill that would outlaw militias and could potentially be interpreted and abused to also ban firearm training and instruction, a bill that would ban pretty much any gun that isn't a revolver, bolt, or lever action, and would restrict shotguns to high heaven and only allow you seven rounds at a time and would also ban any magazine over 10 rounds. None of the bills have grace periods or grandfather clauses, and all of them ban selling, transferring, and bartering. The bills would literally make people felons overnight for owning something that was previously bought legally. Even if you don't own a gun that fits the new assault firearm definition, even if you happen to have any of the parts that could be used to create one, you would fall under the jurisdiction of these laws and be punished just the same. Hard no. It's been looking pretty inevitable that these laws will pass once the 2020 session opens. In response, most of the counties and independent cities in Virginia have declared themselves as Second Amendment sanctuary counties or are in the process of doing so. Only three so far have come out in direct opposition to the idea of sanctuary counties, and a few of them have no comment. Nonetheless, news media has tried to paint the movement as purely symbolic, supported only by backwards redneck Billy Joe Bob and his reckless dreams of vigilante justice. Literally, the Washington Post called gun owners mischief makers with an agenda and suggested that gun owners are vigilantes trying to be above the law. The reality is that, clearly, a large amount of Virginians support gun rights, or else they wouldn't be declaring themselves sanctuary counties or showing up to sanctuary rallies and events. Some of these county meetings have exceeded 350-person auditoriums, with standing room only even in deep blue areas like Fairfax County. Culpeper County Sheriff Scott Jenkins has even gone so far as to swear to deputize thousands of county residents in an effort to preserve their rights. 
So that's where everything was when I did my last video. Things have heated up even more since then, and there's been some interesting developments, including but not limited to threats of civil war. We're gonna get shot. Let me see your war face. Let me see your real war face. Jay Jones, the 89th House District Delegate, recently wrote an open letter to Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring, warning that the current environment could potentially lead to civil war. He requested the AG put out a formal opinion on Second Amendment sanctuary cities ahead of the 2020 session, warning that failure to do so would make it that much harder to enforce any of these restrictive laws. Except he puts restrictive in mocking quotations fit for a Spongebob meme. He wrote, The bills passed by the General Assembly and signed into law by the governor are binding for our entire commonwealth and its citizens. The legal precedent we would set by allowing communities to selectively ignore those laws at will is alarming and indicative of the same mindset that nearly 150 years ago led this country to dissolve into a civil war. Assuredly, if the duly elected General Assembly passes measures to advance gun safety in the Commonwealth, I believe the legislature should be able to do so without actions by localities to undermine its efforts. Given the recurring incidents of gun violence in Norfolk and its surrounding areas, violence that has repeatedly been shown to disproportionately harm communities of color, it is my firm belief that it is incumbent on me as their elected representative to request action from your office on this matter. He added, I worry that the absence of such an opinion could hamper the legislature's ability to duly consider and pass gun safety legislation next year. Which is what it's really about. The only thing he's right about is that gun violence is more prevalent in communities of color, but not because they're communities of color. It's because those communities are typically in urban areas where there is more poverty, and in impoverished urban areas you have more gangs. And gangs shoot each other over gang things. The Bloods and Crips aren't going to be worrying about their magazine size. I mean, if they really want to stop people from shooting each other, maybe they should ban murder. It's crazy to me that this guy is worrying about war and not saying to himself, gee, why are these people so upset about these laws? And re-evaluating. No, he just thinks that gun owners are stubborn hooligans doing what they want. The AG responded on Monday, claiming that any attempts to pass Second Amendment sanctuary resolutions are just tactics of the gun lobby, TM, and that any and all new gun laws will be enforced. He also keeps telling news outlets that he doesn't know what all the fuss is about because he swears up and down that all the new laws are only about universal background checks, which you and I know is a flat-out lie, unless the term universal background check has a new definition of ban almost all guns entirely. But, despite the AG's threat to plow on as intended, Northam and the incoming Senate Majority Leader also announced on Monday that they would no longer be pursuing the pre-filed gun control plans. Sort of. After how quickly and completely the sanctuary movement spread across the state, Northam and friends caved to the supposed gun lobby demands, TM, by vowing to add grandfather clauses to the assault weapons ban, but only in exchange for registration. Oh, hell no! 
Some gun right groups are calling this a win and cheering that the Democrats are backing down. But I don't know if it's backing down as much as it's doubling down. It's not actually a retreat because they're not actually abandoning any of these bills. And it could be that registration was the real goal the entire time. They're still pushing the bans and felony charges because, Northam says, he really is a Second Amendment guy at heart. You sit on a throne of lies. The NRA, surprisingly, picked up on this, telling the Washington Free Beacon, Northam, and the rest of Virginia's anti-gun politicians' idea of a compromise is to threaten hundreds of thousands of Virginians with felonies unless they submit to government control. Which is exactly what's happening. The Virginia Citizens Defense League, who have been spearheading the sanctuary efforts, agreed, pointing out that the legislature's idea of a compromise isn't to actually give up anything at all, and still involves a total ban for the next generation of gun owners. For those of you willing and able, the VCDL is also planning a lobby day on Monday, January 20th, during which the League plans to rally and fill the General Assembly building. The event will have several speakers and they'll be providing buses and carpools for those who need it. There's also a long list of events on their website, which of course, as always, will be linked in the description. Things have continued to devolve pretty quickly in Virginia, and there's been some major updates even in just the two days since I originally recorded this video. Local officials are now threatening repercussions against sheriffs and police who refuse to enforce any law the state legislature passes. Democratic Rep. Connolly called for the LEOs against the proposed gun control bills to either step down or face legal prosecution. He told the Washington Examiner that failure to do so would be a violation of their oath. I'm not sure which oath he's talking about because I'm pretty sure that sheriffs and police are supposed to uphold the Constitution, but he flat out told the examiner, the law is the law, you don't have a choice. And it looks like he's not wrong, as a new bill added to the pre-filed party calls for an amendment to and reenactment of a previous bill relating to the termination of state employees. The new bill redefines public safety employee as any law enforcement officer and states that any officer obstructing, impeding, or suspending any activity or operation of his employing agency or any other governmental agency, or who strikes or willfully refuses to perform the duties of his employment shall, by such action, be deemed to have terminated his employment and shall thereafter be ineligible for employment in any position or capacity during the next 12 months by the Commonwealth, or any city or town thereof. So they're planning on firing every sheriff and cop who doesn't comply. And while normally I would argue that people absolutely should be fired for not doing their jobs, again, their job ultimately is to uphold the Constitution, not uphold laws that go decidedly against it. Governor Northam has also said there will be consequences, but he has so far refused to state what exactly those consequences might be. At the very least, he'll be signing that bill if it gets to his desk. 
Another rep, Donald McEachin, has suggested the state will cut off state funds to the counties that don't comply with any new gun control laws. The goal would be to strip the sheriff's office and county attorneys of any funds to properly operate. But then, he took it a step further and is actually calling for the governor to bring in the National Guard to enforce these laws. If that doesn't scare you, then you need to get that checked or something. As of Friday, the number of counties, cities, and towns that have declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries is now in the 90s, according to KeepVA2A.com and the VCDL. No matter the threat, gun owners are not backing down. One meeting at Rockingham County drew over 3,000 people and saw a three-mile backup just to get into the parking lot. Some abandoned their cars along the way and walked a mile to get to the meeting. Another county, with a name I can't pronounce, had a similar turnout and delayed the vote until December 23rd as they contemplate instead naming themselves a constitutional county. Almost the entire state is, at this point, a Second Amendment sanctuary. Right now, we have no way of knowing who's going to win in this game of chicken, but gun owners are still saying, from my cold, dead hands. That is your Virginia Second Amendment news for the week. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share to get the word out. Also, don't forget to check out my new merch at thelibertydoll.com so you can at least look stylish if you have to boogaloo. <laughs> if you like my work and want to help support it in other ways, you can do so through Patreon, Subscribestar, or my site, or give a one-time donation through PayPal or crypto. As always, thanks for tuning in, stay safe, and happy shooting.